Hello friends, hello everybody. Um, normally I would start the the podcast with the music, Brass Next Full Metal Panic, and I would you know, put out my catchphrase as well and, and all that other stuff. This one, this this podcast did felt very self-serving if I did that. Um I'm so that's why there's there's no introduction and we're just we're just going straight straight into things. Um this is a podcast that I I, I really wrestled with being able to do and, 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 and all the rest of it because it involves someone passing away who's no longer with us um, and someone who's an incredibly big part of my life, an incredibly important person to me. I passed away and then, um, you know, it's took me a while, I thought, you know, um, that I'd be able to kind of deal with it and maybe I, I am, maybe I'm not, but it was only recently when I came to do the um, lecturing at the Liverpool University that I realised I brought up his passing as a way to illustrate how life is very short and you must look after everybody and you must do the things that you believe to be right because life is short, especially in the case of, of this person who's taken you know away from us and he's passed away far before his time. And so, and then I met with some crew members who would work with him as well and it also meant that, and talking about it kind of helps it, um, and I hope this helps you if you've got someone you know who's passed away. And I hope it means if, if particularly if you knew this person as well, it's my um, my really good friend Toad Toby, um, and I, you know why? I just, I just I, you know I don't even know who I'm gonna put this out, because you know there's probably there's an element of oversharing, you know just should certain things not be public, you know I suppose you could make an argument for that, but. The important thing about T- Toad was going to be, you know, everybody always asks, what is what who the best guest who the next who's the best who's the guest you want to have on the show? Expecting me to name some amazing rock star or whatever, and have them on the show. And I really, and the truth is, there was no one I searched more for or seeked out more was to get Toad on, on the show. Um, he was far too. He did a little bit of social media, but he was far too cool for all that shit. Far too cool, and so he, uh, you know, he, he always promised that he, he'd always help. He said, "Oh, I'll help you get the people he's working with on the show," and I was like, "Oh, I need to get you on the show. I need to sit down with you," and you know, and you think you just, I'll just fucking get around to it. I'll just get around to it, you know, and and you just think. You just think you just think you will, don't you? You just go, okay, it'll be next week or whatever the fuck it'll be, and it just never works out. And then, you know, and then you you find out that person's passed away, and and it's and it's just it it's difficult as a man of I'd like to think as a man of words. It it sometimes leaves me leaves me without them. So why do this as a podcast? Well, you know, I know the toad would want me to talk about it, and I know he'd want to, you know. Just he'd be like, just don't don't talk about me. Talk about someone someone else. He he would he totally didn't want those accolades. He just wasn't that guy. Um, but you know, I I want to talk about him for the people that didn't know who he was and what he did, and for the people that did, and and just want to realize that you know you you know you're not the only person out there. You, you know, just you're not alone. There's there's other people who feel that how how special this person was, and he was. Um, there's no. Real way way of telling telling everything about my entire relationship. She was very much my mentor, very much so. Without going back to a time when I was in a a a job that I didn't really enjoy, and I was 
it looked like I was doomed to a, to a nine to five existence. That's that's what it looked like. That's what it looked like. And so I, I, I threw a couple of dice out there to try some things. And one of them was, you know, can I actually, you know, tour manage and stage manage and tech for a band? And I didn't know if I could do it or not, but shit, it was all, it was, it was, it was all I knew. It was all, it was the only thing I, I, I had any kind of knowledge about. And so I got taken under the wig of a band called Kojak. Um, and they kind of, they kind of brought me out on tour with them. We did like a lot of shows together where we, I teched and, you know, helped run things. And I, I think I did a good, good job. I think I did a good job. Um, and then we were doing uh some shows, and they said they've got a buy on for. I tell the story uh, in a probably a little bit longer form at the at the the lecture as well. But I, it's worth going through it again in my own mind to kind of understand things. But so, I they said we've got a buy on for a band. This band was called was Fozzy, um, fronted by Chris Chris Jericho, and we. Um, they said like, well, you know, come out with us, and you can look after us. Right, so we're supporting them and kind of help them out and stuff. So I was like, you know what? Great. So I took some time off work and I went out and did it. And you know, I, I, I think I saw. I think the first time I met Toad, we were playing. They were playing in a show. One of the first shows of that particular run that we were playing in this country. And um, I being a, a stage manager and a, and a TM is all about problem solving and what comes up that you didn't expect and, and kind of dealing with them, and I became quite good at that thinking on my feet. I, I I thought anyway, and so I um I remember there being a problem with the at the venue with um with showers. You know, showers are like when you're on tour, showers become the the making and breaking of a of a of good or a bad show if the food's good or the. <laughs> the sh- the showers are good. It can sometimes shape how good it, a a show's remembered. It really can, and there's always a clamouring for a shower, especially if there's 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 hot water and, and what have you. Because some places don't have it. Imagine you're not not really anywhere to clean yourself up, especially after doing a show can be can be really shitty. And so, um, the ve- the venue there the 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 playing was um, the the shower had crapped out. The shower hadn't worked. And I remember that, like you know, the, the Chris was was trying to like, where can we get a shower? How can we how can we do this? And I suggested that we use the shower that in the room we were we were essentially having a day room where we were staying for to to get down there, and so I had to go on the bus, which was the first time I'd ever stepped foot on a on a tour bus before, and explain to the TM who was towed, you know, I've come up with a solution. Let's go and do that. So between us, we worked out getting. Chris to 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 get some shower and to, you know, get to get himself organised and stuff and all that, and and I remember just sitting on the bus with him at the at the beginning and being like you know I'm I I think I can help you here and blah blah blah, and so the the days rolled on and the shows rolled on and it very quickly, I started to do more than than what was kind of required of the band I sort the band I was looking after and then saw a lot of other people and then you sharing, amps and drums and and blah 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 and all the rest of it, and then. Um, it it, it kind of like uh gets to the point where you kind of doing you working all working together the crew sort of just moulds into one it's weird, and so after a while I started to to know Toad and Toad Toad would 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 know me and we'd, we'd, we we you know we kind of started to get on it was very we had a similar comedy and stuff like that you find the people on tour, you gravitate to the most, are those people that you know share similar 
things you eat and, and lifestyles and, and comedy is, is one of the things that you kind of gravitate towards. So then about, you know, kind of halfway through this tour, he, he kind of starts giving me more and more responsibility and he has to go and do um, some other bits and pieces. And then he, he offers to for me to look after, you know, the band for, you know, uh, an extended period in, in Europe. Because in his words, you're quite good at this. You know, do you fancy helping me out? And I said no initially. This the the first time I said no, and then um, we uh, I said no. I couldn't believe it. I had rolled all these dice and said no. I have to go back to to work and stuff. And he, and he he understood and and all the rest of. It, but he was like, you know, we we parted ways in really really good terms, and then time passes and you know you think. Ah fuck! I blew it, you know. So and he's not a guy that you stay on Facebook with all the time. He's not that guy. Occasionally, you would message him and just check in. And then some tours come up with you know with various bands. And the longest one I did, I think, with them was with with Ugly Kid Joe, which was quite a few sort of pretty pretty big shows. And he he knew he knew that I was blagging the whole thing. He knew that I'd never done it before, and I was just trying my best. But we. We very quickly sort of really enjoyed each other's company and really enjoyed talking to each other and stuff and 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 kind of talking about you know people passing away close to us at the same time and stuff and what our fathers thought of us and stuff like that. When you when you when you're on the bus and you're travelling halfway across fucking Europe, it's not as exciting as you think it is. It's very boring, and you end up just fucking watching endless television sitting doing nothing sleeping on a laptop on a mobile phone and are you or you start to talk to people and you really kind of start chatting to them and we just really 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 got on and then there's this there's, there's, oh there's so many stories so many funny stories but then he introduced me to other people that he's worked with he opened up a whole network of people that he, he worked with and i can't tell you how many people he Help through this business, help you know, text, drum text, lighting guys, merge people, everything. He he helped get into into the into the business. He was doing it that that long, and and he was he, you know he always played his cards very close to his chest. You know because you TM you can't be seen to be kind of vulnerable in any way. But I remember a particular journey going across um, somewhere in Germany. And just was both just opening up about how we felt about things and how long we think we could do this for. He was around the same age as me, and and it, and it, and that's that's where it kind of re- I realised that he was he was he was my mate. You know, it's it's weird these things. You go on tour with people and they're your mates, and that's and that's fine. But he was, he was genuinely my my friend, and um, you know, then he, when one of the biggest shows we played. Which I always blab on about the you know that I was part of, and it was a teeny tiny tiny cog in a massive mechanism, was was Polish Woodstock, you know, and that's, you know, in front of five hundred thousand people, half a million people, and, and and he and he let me he let me do that. I didn't I didn't didn't fucking you know what I mean I didn't deserve to be to 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 work in a show with that with my limited amounts of skill, but he took a chance on me and we, we absolutely you know it was a great show and. He took a picture of all of us, and I don't think that picture's anywhere other than on his phone somewhere. I don't think it exists anywhere. He, he took that photo just for him, just for fucking 
because you put it up on 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 your social media saying this was the person that I was, you know what I mean? Like, look at me, how fucking amazing I am! Like I would do as an idiot. He just took it up because he he believed in his crew and he believed in the team of people that he worked with, to to do to do, the job, you know. And then, and we did some we did some great. I remember doing download, and um, you know. And it just being incredible, just like you know, from from someone who never thought he could do anything, could be given the opportunity to do this, uh, you know, uh, it was just incredible for me. And he gave me that. He gave me that. Um, and oh shit, that's just fucking. You know what I mean? You can. You know, I always say to young bands or anybody I'm working with that needs a, that like needs a little bit of a chance or something or you know uh needs like kind of some help with something I'm always like I'm always like I I owe because someone took a chance on me I owe and I do and that guy I'm talking about who gave me that chance was Toad and he did it for so many people um I don't want to name these people's names they know who they are they all kind of like you know, relied on him for work and he definitely helped people go through and that extends to the bands as well and um, you know he, he he worked with so many bands when they were in the in the young uh part of their career before they became absolutely massive and he he just you know it's just a, a, a the epitome of of someone who had his shit together he just he just did and he was an incredible judge of talent and i don't mean that because he judged to thought that i had any talent some of the people he picked up along the way are in this business and will be in this business for a long long time because of him and just seeing that level of sort of quality that he he could see in people was just he had the magic eye like you know he knew who he wanted he knew how to get a good crew it's all about getting a good crew of people together um and you know, don't get me wrong, he fucking oh my life, he fucking he gave me down the banks when I made the mistakes, and I made a lot of mistakes, you know, a lot of mistakes. He uh, oh my life, he gave me down the banks, and you know, and you you don't really get there's never a well done at the end of a of a cruise job, really. You you well done to a show, just not fucking up is 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 well enough, but every so often you get a little nod. And and I'm very aware of when those are happening. And we were doing a whole series of shows and stuff, um, leading up to the Golden Gods. And we, um, we'd we'd really done well. All the shows were going well. The band were great. Everybody was great. The meet and greets were going great. Everything was going great. And we 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 we'd finished up for the evening where um we were going to watch the the Golden Gods and stuff and and all the rest of it and all bands playing and all that shit. And he, uh, we 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 were just all all in the, like there's a huge toilet at where the where the venue is. Huge toilet. We were all kind of popping in there because we'd just come off the, the. It was a boat. You travel to a boat so, along the the Thames, if you can believe that. And and we were all in there, and I can and and some of the crew were kind of like drinking and celebrating and stuff and being happy. And I kind of was still to the side. I was like, Am I really? Is this something I do? Am I that guy, or should I just? Am I still green? Am I still a noob? And he pulls me over, and he's like, "Don't be, don't be over there, Coop. You, you, you're one of us. You, you, you're, you're in the crew, like." And I don't know if it meant anything to him. I, I, I don't know, but it meant the fucking world to me. It meant the fucking world to me uh, to belong. All you ever want to do, all you ever want to do is really belong. You don't mind how fucking radical you think you are and kind of I'm my own person on my own. Look, you just you want to know that you that that kind of 
camaraderie is fucking is something that you know people crave. They really, I crave most definitely, and and then, and you know you think like and at that show he was like you know we were trying to get into the VIP bar and he was just you know. <laughs> He's just showing me all these different sort of tricks and routes to take and what to say and all the dodges and all the like the ways of doing things and just amazing. And then we get to uh, the the after show is at Covent Garden um in London and obviously and it's in Covent Garden and 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 we're there and and very much like the the rock stars and stuff are where they are and and anybody else is where they are. There's not an element of separation, but there's a little bit and. So we're making our way through, and he um Toad is like the one of the biggest uh fans of of several bands um Pantera, um Rage Against the Machine and Machine Head, um he was huge fans of these bands. He was in his own band, a band called Brutal Deluxe, and he played the bass. And oh my life, we used to. One of the things you do when you're on tour is you also find out one or two things that that you can have banter with if someone looks like someone famous if they sound like someone famous if they can do an impression if they've got something that, that's funny about them that will be amplified the fact that I, I'm from Liverpool gets amplified you know I can walk into a, a, a Scottish venue and the Scottish guy will give me down the banks for being from Liverpool and it's, and it's fine that's what you want it's all about kind of getting on the same page and uh and he would he was in in brutal looks and we would always he used to, I, I one of some of the promo shots he had like chain mail stuff on and stuff and we would we would we would honestly we'd give him down the banks for it brilliant stuff like he did you would at any opportunity and he would take it in 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 his stead so anyway we're in we're in this this venue God knows where in Covent Garden and at the time everybody was kind of it felt like a convergence of a bit of metal at this metal Golden Gods thing so um Vinnie Paul was there. And uh, Rob Flynn with it was there as well, um, and obviously they're two of his like his favorite icons. So and he never does this. He's I was the terrible for it. Like before I learned better, and he taught me better. The I would take photos with famous people, and it's a surefire way of showing your ass. It's a surefire way of showing you don't you do you're not meant to be there. You can't be that. I I cut that out very quickly after getting good advice from Toad amongst other people, but in a rare moment. He breaks character and says, Coop, get a picture with me and um, Rob Flynn and, and, and uh, Vinnie Paul, two of his idols. And he's there and it's the first time he just changes into a fan just for that brief moment. So I get the picture, but it's dark in there. And 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 after, I don't, but this was back before you could become au fait with phones and you could do it with your fucking eyes shut. So the flash didn't go off. And it's and it's and it's dark. You can't really make out the picture at all. But Toby and Toad, he was like, he's like, oh, thanks a lot, mate. Thanks a fucking lot. Like you know, laughing and joking. But he didn't go back to ask for a picture. And I fucked it up, man. I fucked his, fucked his picture up, like you know. And then, Vinnie Paul passes away. You're like, I fucked his picture up, like you know. And and he, he used to give me banter about that, and he used to give me a hard time about that as well, like you know. And that's I guess that's kind of what happens when you're in, a, you know, when you you your friends and stuff. To them, oh fuck. Oh. So then, uh, a little bit of time passes, and I'm off tour, and I, and I, he's opened up this world of things that I can do. I started to talk to people. It was the start of, of podcasts. So when I started thinking about that and how I could do stuff other than the grind of the nine to five, that my life meant something and. So he gives me a call and he says, um, can you do a flying? And I 
fake did I fucking know what a flying is at the time? And I was like, sure, what's going on? And he's like, I need you to fly out to this particular place in Germany where he's looking after a band. It's a band called The Sounds. And um, look after them for the remaining part of their tour, several dates all around Europe, because he has to go and do this this other tour and there's no one else who could do it. And and I'm like, yeah, sure. I like play it like I'm I'm cool. I've never been out the country on my own properly, you know. And this was I was flying out on my own, joining a tour, fly flying back, and think about that in a business where where in a business where it's all about your 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 profile and who who you are and you the respect in your character and everything and if you can be trusted and if you're good at your job. He trusted me to basically represent him in front of another band to go out there. Um, I I can't pay that back. All I can do is give someone else a chance to, to do that. So I went out and did, I did, I did an okay job. You know what I mean? It was, it wasn't a, they're a great band. It was a great tour. You know, brilliant. But the fact that he, that he even trusted me to do that is just is, is mind-blowing to me. It is is mind blowing. So then, you know, you a little bit of time passes again, and 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 we we're all starting to move on with our lives. And he 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 says that you know, he's getting married, and he and he and he, he invites me to town to be you know, to his wedding. And I think, I you know I know I had no idea. I had no idea that you know, that we were as close as, as that. that were. And you may think, well, okay, he's probably invited five hundred people to the wedding. It wasn't. It was. It was less than you know, less than eighty people. Maybe it wasn't that many. A couple of tables. It wasn't that many. It's a beautiful place, and and uh, you know, down in Bristol way. So we, we I went down with with, with the wife, and um, you know, and it was and it was lovely just to to tell you. But before we before we went, just to rewind a little bit we i went on on the stag do and um and i wasn't i was at, i'd say i was at 12 or so i'd say 12 the first thing we did we went like go-karting and stuff and we went on these fucking like bikes instead and the guy was like these fucking these bikes are fucking super dangerous we're gonna we're gonna fucking stop doing them after this after this because and we were like oh let's fucking go and it was fucking all of us were flying off left right and center and you know and we didn't talk about music. We didn't talk about the business. We just talked about life and about everything there. And then we go out on the fucking, on on the on the piss and 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 so we were out in this particular pub and it's it's he it didn't really get drunk that often, but obviously it's it's your stag do you got to get drunk, and and he pulls me in in a in a moment. Oh, I think what had happened is I think I remember now. So yeah, so we were in a place that did. Did like and you could go up and request music from DJs. You often can, and I requested. Uh, I said just put anything metal on because he wasn't playing metal. I said just put anything metal on because most of us in the group were from the metal world. And he goes, oh, I haven't got anything. I haven't got anything. And I was like, just put fucking anything on. And he goes, oh, I think I might have this. And he puts on um, Skid Row's Youth Gone Wild, and where that fucking came from is is fucking anybody's guess. But we'd just been out with Skid Row. And and you know and it was just a funny it was a funny moment where I come out in the middle of this club that didn't have fucking didn't give a fuck about about metal to hear that and 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 you know it's just one of those like little moments and he and he, too, he pulls me and he's like you know 
oh, I'll never forget you coming down to for me stag do when it was far for you, you know, and I really appreciate it. You know, you you're a good you're a good friend, and and it was like, it was almost like then all the stuff that he'd done for me was to the side. It was this this other part of what we were doing as people now, you know, and and he uh, you know, and he the guy was I don't know. I mean, maybe he was settling down and and kind of you know we talked about the life afterwards. We talked about family and 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 all the rest of it. And then, uh, and then you know, time moves on, and we kind of dip in seeing each other, you know, because I start to do my own things, and he starts to do his own things as well. And whenever he's passing by, I would go to a show, and we would catch up, and and all the rest of it. And then you know, some, he has some some children come along for him, you know, and he was he start starting a family, and you know, I'm I don't know who the fuck will hear this, but you know, this. Um, little ones find you know they hear this or when they become lads they 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 hear this. I'm here to tell you that he was a fucking good bloke, um, one of those guys that, he you know you can stand on me like you know you can he's got your back if he says he's gonna fucking do something he does it, the respect of all those around him, you know the the respect of his peers and the the job he chose that he was fucking greater. That he was fucking greater in respect of his peers, and that and the people within the the industry for him was was fucking. I'm here to tell you he was he was one of those guys. If you are older now or teenagers to adulthood, you'll know just how fucking important it is to 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 be that guy to be you know to be a guy that someone can count on you for support. And he had, and he most definitely was, he most definitely was not just to me, not just to me, but to a whole whole lot of people. Um, there's so many stories, but you know some of them I want to leave in my mind and in and in the moments I don't want to, I don't want to tell those stories. It's just you know I think I've told some there, you know, and and I think it's very obvious to you know the, how important he was to to a vast amount of people. And, you know, I'm sorry I couldn't get him on the show. God, you think you just think don't you? You think you've got. All the time in the world, have you? You can oh, catch him on the next tour. I see you on your next run. You just think you've can you just, you just don't know. You haven't, you haven't, you really haven't. The, the last thing. Uh, I remember talking to him about. Um, we were messaging. He was out with uh, I think Vintage Trouble. I think it might have been. And. Uh, we uh he was playing Liverpool and naturally he would message me and say, you know, what's going on? And I would find where the nearest KFC is and we would we would catch up and we'd never talk to business, we'd talk about family and what the fuck what are we doing? And he's like, What are you doing now? And I said, I'm gonna try this acting thing out and he loved that. He just loved it. He was like, Yes and he's like he just he told me to lean in and everything. I said, Wanna try this podcasting thing? And give this a go, and he was just, you know, he was just elated with that, like he really was. And we we we'd done the show, and I think I'd helped out with some merch or something. And and he was like, you know, you wanna, you wanna stick around and do a couple of shows, or you know, what, what do you wanna do, like? And I was like, you know what, mate, I'm all right. I was like, uh, I'll catch you on the next one, mate. I'll catch you on the next one. Next one never came, I. So you know. So I 
do you do with that? I don't know. I don't know. All you can do is everything you do thereafter, you can, you know, you can just you can you just remember that person and inform it into what you're doing. You know, one of me his friends, mutual friends, is a guy called Rob, and he told me this wonderful story about being backstage with him once. Why am I telling this? I think Rob said to me, I just it's just a kid to me and uh, you know, Toe taking a piss and he's in there and these other guys come in and the guy's pissing next to him and he turns around, you know, what the fuck's this guy? And and he he's, he's it's Marilyn Manson standing next to him and, and Toe pisses on his fucking leg and stuff. And he, but you've all got these stories and every time I go out and tour and every time I meet my friends we were also tour with them, you know. We did it when we did it at this 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 last show that uh, I, I went to with some friends there. We showed each other texts that we'd had from you know the last sort of things, and and we shared our disbelief at the you know at his passing. And I don't know. I don't know if there's there's a catharsis to this to me telling you this. I don't feel any better or any worse. But you know these things need to be talked about. You know if you you know. If, if you have got family, if you have got friends, don't just fucking accept social media as being the way you're contacting them. You know, you need to be going out and and seeing them and talking to them and supporting them and what they do and and you know and actually putting the fucking time in. Life is fucking cruelly short. It just it just is, and you just don't know when you when you when you're gonna go. And it sounds a cliche, doesn't it? Life is short. It sounds cliche, but it fucking is, and it's a big fucking warning sign that you need to take heed of. Whatever you want to do, when you're getting around to do it, go and fucking do it. You know what I mean? It's what you can do anything you want. I said this at the at the lecture. You can do anything you want, and it's time's too short to be messing around. Go and fucking do it. And all those people close to you tighter, and your friends, you know, you know, go and see them. It's not enough to go and to 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 go, uh, go on social media and like this shit and all that. You should be fucking doing that. And it's just not enough just to speak to them on the phone either. Go and get contact with these people and tell them how much they care about you and support the fucking things to, support the things that they do, you know, because that's what, that's really what it's about. It's really what it's about. You know, I don't know if I'll put this out. I don't know. It's been long enough now where I feel I can talk about it and and I wanted to put it out publicly because it's my way of doing this. So a lot of people write a status on social media and that's fine. That's one way. Some people write a song. Some people do a video. I don't know. It's it's how you deal with it. Um, I'm choosing this way. Um, and I think it's the... The most honest way I can pay tribute to someone that I loved very much. And I thought the world off. And he helped help me, you know what, be a better person. Uh, it, 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 just in general, he just helped me be a better person. And and those people, there's fewer far in between in your life. And when they come along, you need to recognise when that's happening. And when they go, you need to recognise how important they were when they, when they leave your life and, and and what have you and that's you know that's where i'm coming from with this this you know you know this pop this is probably a podcast just for me 
But if you know someone gets something positive from this, and they should do, if someone gets something positive from this, then you know that's fine. That's 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 a payoff in itself. Sorry, I couldn't get you on a show, boss. And I'm you know, you know, and I'm sure to 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 throw away cliches. You know, he's on he's on tour somewhere now, looking for that KFC shop, and trying to find you know. Uh, a bottle of coke which we used to both drink an enormous amount of of coca-cola enormous amounts um uh, you know and 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 i'm sure there's a kfc just have a, we'll, we'll find one boss we'll find one i used to be saying that we'll we'll find one boss and you know and i'll see you around like you know um thanks 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 for listening um you know and uh yeah i'll see you again boss